The U.S. war machine is just a rich man's mafia. Notes from the edge of the narrative matrix. If you vote out fascism, and then the president you voted for turns out to have the same effective policies as the previous administration, it's time to start asking who the fascists actually are. Who you've done it now, CIA? You are in trouble! It was all good fun when you were doing fine, normal stuff like toppling governments and running torture programs and assassinating people, but collecting bulk data on Americans? You better prepare for some accountability, mister. And the next time you suggest the CIA might be up to something nefarious, you'll still get called a crazy conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Abolish the CIA is almost too weak a position for an agency that should never have been made in the first place and should have been dismantled in the fucking 1960s. The U.S. war machine is just a rich man's mafia. It's not about Joe Rogan. It's not about COVID misinformation. It's not about QAnon, Russian trolls, domestic extremists, or election security. It's about ruling power structures needing to normalize and expand the regulation of online speech to protect consent for the status quo. A liberal is someone who yells all day about far-right truckers and far-right Joe Rogan and then applauds when their president gives weapons to literal Nazis. Very excited to find out whether the U.S. intelligence community says Putin has decided to invade Ukraine any minute now is the kind of psyop that's just designed to ramp up Cold War hysteria or the kind of psyop that's designed to prime us for U.S. proxy war aggressions. A lot of confusion about Russia and Ukraine could easily be avoided if English-language news media would end the appallingly unethical practice of printing unsubstantiated assertions by opaque intelligence agencies and calling it a scoop. The burden of proof is always on the party making the claim. It's so weird how everyone will apply this standard to things like internet forum arguments and high school debates, but not to claims by the most powerful institutions on the planet who have a well-documented history of lying. Make a claim that could result in winning a Twitter argument and you'll immediately be asked for proof. Make a claim that could result in thousands of deaths and it will be reported as fact by the New York Times. So to recap, nation stationing troops inside its own borders equals hostile aggressor. Nation circling the planet with hundreds of military bases, waging nonstop wars, working to destroy any nation which disobeys it, pushing nuclear brinkmanship equals just normal democracy freedom stuff. Those who called you crazy for warning that Cold War escalations could lead to hot war will be the first to tell you when hot war approaches that it is unavoidable and must be supported. Is there any doubt that the same propaganda machine which convinced half the U.S. political spectrum that the highest levels of their government had been infiltrated by the Kremlin could convince the public that a proxy war started by U.S. and NATO and Ukraine was actually started by Russia? The PR black eye the U.S. empire sustained from the Iraq invasion ensured that it will greatly preference using proxy forces over U.S. troops wherever possible. 
Middle Eastern jihadists, Latin American reactionaries, and Ukrainian Nazis all make very good proxy forces for the empire. News media reporters and editors are just as culpable for the mass murders committed by the U.S. military and its proxies as the troops who fire the weapons and the generals who give the orders. And military personnel who kill people in unjust wars are exactly as culpable for those crimes as any other murderer. People who say China is as evil as the U.S. simply haven't learned enough or thought honestly enough about the evils of the U.S. China is better than the U.S. That's not because China is flawless. It's because the U.S. spending the 21st century slaughtering people by the millions and working to destroy any nation who disobeys it makes it quantifiably worse than literally anyone else. China is a surveillance state. The U.S. empire is a surveillance state that also kills millions of people in wars of aggression. Rightists need to invent fairy tales about evil elites ushering in a Marxist dystopia because they are ideologically prohibited from considering the possibility that the evil elites are already getting their every wish fulfilled by our mundane, boring, capitalist dystopia. Dissolution of the state in today's world just means instant absorption into that U.S. centralized power structure. As long as the U.S. empire is what it is and does what it does, States are necessary, and criticisms of their existence are childish nonsense based on immature analysis. If China, North Korea, Venezuela, or any other empire-targeted nation became an ideal stateless, classless, moneyless civilization, it would instantaneously be absorbed by the empire. This self-evident fact invalidates all purist arguments against those governments. If your worldview does not account for the fact that there is a globe-spanning power structure working to absorb and subjugate all populations, you do not have a reality-based worldview. The empire is the very first obstacle to any leftward movement toward health in this world. The status quo is held in place by psychological compartmentalization. It's held in place by propaganda and brute force, naturally but it is also equally propped up by the basic human tendency to avoid sincerely engaging with information that threatens to destroy our worldview.